Previously on the Simply Human podcast. I'll have a I'll have joint pain. I'll have all sorts. I'll just, I'll feel terrible. So, you know, oh well. So that, that way I just, I'll just chug vodka instead. It's episode 28 of the Simply Human podcast with your hosts, Mark and Rick, two human beings being human. Our goal is to help you understand how humans are designed to eat, sleep, move, and enjoy, and how you can start living more like a human today. On today's show, it's the continuation of our Everyman series. Then it's another moderately funny edition of the Humans Being Human segment with Rick's brother and good friend of mine, William Robert Bentley, or just simply Rob Bentley. And we'll wrap up with our Simply Human tip of the week. Rick, we had a lot of fun with Rob recording yesterday. I would say that even Jeff Spakes would, after that, would say, okay, you don't have to use moderately funny for that. And you know what? It very well may be a case of like, and, and I was thinking about this afterwards, of uh, us thinking it's hilarious because we have all known each other for 20, 25 years, and we just all think we're very funny, and people being like, uh, what's so funny? But, uh, I don't know. There's some lines in there oh. that are really, really great. My brother is probably the funniest person that I know. Yeah, and, and you uh, two combined. I told my wife before I called, I said, just get ready for me to be sort of like awkwardly, like laughing so hard that it's like, what What could possibly be so funny that you're looking like you just, like someone's poking you in the stomach with a hot like iron or something. Oh, like, that, I'm, that look, doesn't sound funny at all. Well, no. I look, I look like I'm in pain when I'm laughing, and it starts to hurt eventually. But um, yeah, and the funnies, the the funnies, the stories we tell really aren't even that funny. It's the, it's kind of like the in betweens and the little tangents that that yes. he says that are just so hilarious. Um, well, and I will, I'll give everyone. T- <laughs> I, I've been thinking about this. We were, we did that about 24 hours ago from right now. So, right. And this is the two lines that I've been thinking about that I think about and I just start laughing. Uh-oh. One about what we would drive, he would drive us around and ask us in exchange uh, for gas. In yeah. exchange that, for that, gas, that, that's not even question. on this show. That'll be on the next show because we oh, did. Oh man, I, we that's, did two. That was the best one. Yeah. Period. <laughs> but uh, the other one is about a famous Pittsburgh Steeler. <laughs> yes. Yes. And and and, both and, and man, he stole my line because I was going to say basically the same thing, but he delivered it in a way that was just. <laughs> A hundred times funnier than I could have delivered it. So, yeah, and and there are several more stories we could have recorded. So we're gonna have Rob back on, and so he'll be the next two humans being human. Uh, so it was so that'll be fun. So uh, yes, Paleo FX was this past weekend, and I made a lot of great connections. Met uh, folks that have been on the show: Jonathan Baylor, Eva T, Jason Seib, and Sarah Fergoso. Uh, yes, I'm going to be on their uh, podcast coming up, and so we're just trying to find a date for that, which is really cool because they don't really have guests on. They just answer usually answer questions and save their guest time for for heavy hitters. So I I don't know how and why they made that decision, but I'm going to be on their show. Well, uh, well, yeah. well. So a lot of cool stuff. John Durant, Tucker Max. There were a lot of people that I got to spend some really uh, significant amount of time with and made some really good connections. So hopefully. Um, there will be some things happening outside of that. And my wife and I actually are just starting to work on a project that could lead to some pretty cool stuff as well, but I'm not going to disclose uh, what that is. So it's are you going to tell uh, me what it is? I will tell you off the air. But uh, oh, Okay. Okay, so uh, another couple I met, um, a husband and wife team, really. He is a strength coach, Will Fleming, and he has all sorts of stuff. I'll, I will link to all his stuff in the show notes, but he... Uh, I went to one of his coaching sessions, and we're about the same age. He was the only guy basically there that that was understanding the Tommy Boy references that I was making. So uh, you instantly like uh, became best friends. <laughs> yes, yes. And so it was actually his birthday while we were there, so we went out for his birthday. And his wife is Ashley Fleming. He's Will Fleming. Ashley Fleming. She's got fitnessesdelicious.com. He's at willfleming.com. One L, one L. It's I think his name is Wilson, so he just has one L. Uh, but he's a very well known. Well, and coach. Uh, one L in the will. Right. Okay, right. not one L. I was like one L and Fleming. Yeah, that's how you totally spell it. Right. Okay, so Fleming. W-I-L. Right, okay. right, right. So he's a he's a nationally renowned strength and conditioning coach. Uh, she is a very well known uh, uh, you know blogger and does consulting and nutritional stuff. And so we uh, they they're both going to be on the show. I've got a lot of cool stuff lined up uh, coming up in the next probably six weeks of. of connections that I made. So chiropractors, physical therapists, the whole deal. So it's going to be great. So, so how is that going like a big out of town conference? Like, uh, I, I was thinking about this while I was at work. It's a good thing that I wasn't invited. Uh, 
you know, like you were to come speak because uh, to me, like the out of town work trip, and I don't have very many of those, is like an invitation to like, oh, well, just go crazy and eat crazy foods well, and drink as much as you want because, hey, you're out of town, but you're going to like this out of town conference with all these like super healthy people. So right. there's no like, oh, you know what? I'm out of town. I'm two zip codes away. I can have whatever I want to eat. Yeah. Well, like, it, it, it's first, just a lot of people eating salads. Well, and stuff. No, at first, like I was kind of wor- wondering about that, but like at the, at the, you know, little mixer thing, uh, when Thursday night, there was uh, gluten-free beer and wine and stuff. And people were, you know, not going crazy, but it wasn't like everyone was sitting around going, nobody, nobody can indulge and have anything. I mean, there was, there were paleo treats there. There was an expo with like paleo bars and things. And so, you know, uh, there were like grass fed meat sticks, which were great. Cause I walked around with like meat sticks in my pocket all weekend, uh, which is always, yeah, both of our internal filters were like, <laughs> like the, uh, the zipper at the, at the lady standing at the, uh, the x-ray machine at the airport. It's like, like pulling apart. The tangs are holding on for dear life. That's what our filters are doing. Um, th- that's a Seinfeld bit, but, um, but anyway, so it was a really good time that my, my talk went really good. The panel that I was on went really well, and uh, my Twitter followers have doubled. Um, so that's so that's cool. so now we have like twenty. It went from yeah, it went from four to eight. So it's really a fantastic uh, thing. So um, any other any other topics that, that uh, we wanted to to breach here? I don't really have like a what's your who's your None favorite in new kid? But like uh, it's it's be glad that I didn't go with you on this because uh, <laughs> I'd be the guy that just drank way too much, and people would be like, oh yeah, I've listened. Your show. I thought you were healthy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, don't worry about that guy. Yeah. That guy's just another different yeah. guy. And I will. I mean, I'll have another drink. I will like, say. Uh, it's 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 a good thing that I don't go to those with you. Well, and, and I will say this. I'm not going to name names, but there are people that I have followed that I have listened to that I will probably not follow as closely or nor listen to as uh, in depthly as I had before. That's all I'm going to say about that. So you just you learn about people, and people yeah. come across you know, one way over the social web and thing like that. And uh, some people are exactly how they seem and some people are nothing like they seem. And so I hope to be someone who is comes across the same uh, how I appear from a from a public vantage point. As I can I can very much vouch for the fact that you are that like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that, that that's uh, you both. What is it? Uh, walk the talk, the talk and walk the walk. I was just if I was there, I would be like in the hotel lobby like behind a uh, a big bush at like three in the morning <laughs> trying to catch somebody coming in like with you know a big sack of mcdonald's like right. hey no no i will notice hey i got you like yeah. taking pictures yeah you get the heck out of here right now you lied to me <laughs> <laughs> the chris farley thing where he's they start like beating him over the head with a frying pan because they, they gave him the wrong coffee or something yeah we'll link to that in the show notes which we always do yeah. um okay so let's get right to it uh, you can follow me online, find us online at simplyhumanlifestyle.com. Links to the Facebook page and YouTube channel. Also links to the Simply Human Kids page. I've been very active on Twitter recently, so please follow me on Twitter. I'm trying to boost my numbers there. It's at simplyhuman52. It's also my Instagram account. Please leave us a review. We're up to, I think, eight reviews. Ooh, uh, I think I closed it out, but Will Fleming, uh, who I mentioned earlier, listened to the show with, with Ashley on their flight home, and they said they thoroughly enjoyed it. They listened to this last one we did. I uh, had someone else uh, text me and say they listened to the Squatchy episode, and, and we're laughing. So that that's good that we're, we're expanding our, our reach a little bit. So you can also awesome. email the show at simplyhumanlifestyle at gmail.com or email rick at simplyhumanrick at gmail.com. Questions, concerns, comments, we will try to answer any, any question that you send us, we will read on air. I mean, th- th- it's pretty... There's no like. Well, it's a guarantee. Yeah, Unless it yeah. like has like F words, which I will yeah. I will really try to put read that on there. Right, but. right. So, all right. So without further ado, we are in, uh, interviewing Ben Lamb, the owner of and, and creator, founder of Chaotic Moon Studios in Austin, Texas, and it is a mobile software design and development studio. So this guy's a brilliant guy. Uh, he's uh, early thirties, entrepreneurial guy, and I. I happened to have a conversation with him at a wedding a few months ago and he implemented some of the changes that I had, uh, that he had asked me about and that I, I gave him some advice on. He's seen some pretty great results, which we're going to talk about. So here is Ben Lamb of Chaotic Moon Studios. 
All right, joining us on this episode of the Simply Human podcast, we have the infamous Ben Lamb, who started Chaotic Moon Studios, which is an American mobile software design and development studio back in, I guess, what, 2010. And uh, so give us sort of a little bit about what Chaotic Moon Studios is and how you started it and where you're from and tell us about yourself. Yeah, I mean, I don't know how deep you want me to go because I can talk about Chaotic Moon, I think, for your entire podcast <laughs> um, and probably longer. But uh, I'm actually from Austin, Texas, but I grew up in Dallas with one of your good friends, Greg Furman, went to college with him. Right. And then after college, I've just started a series of various tech-related companies. And my most recent is Chaotic Moon Studios, which is a software development company based in Austin, Texas. And we build software for some of the largest brands in the world, including um, Disney and John Deere and Dell and Whole Foods and many others. Um, and well, I guess at our core, you know, I guess we started out primarily in mobile, but now we actually work on um, all software platforms. So if you have software that needs to go in a car or needs to be uh, integrated into a theme park or on an iPad, um, hopefully we're doing it or we'll be doing it. I guess that's the quick version of Catman. I guess it's one of those things if somebody called you and said, can you do this? I, I, you're the kind of person that I think would say yes, whether or not you could at that time or not. And you're just going to figure yeah, we, it out. Uh, <laughs> we say yes to everything. Um, everything that's profitable and uh, <laughs> okay. everything that's not, we kind of pass on. Cool, cool. So uh, sort of give us an idea of sort of what, you know, as you're growing up, what were some of the, you know, what, what was your diet like and your movement patterns and things like that? No, it's, you know, I was kind of all over the board. You know, I played um, baseball and tennis in high school and played a ton, so it's in pretty great shape. Then I went to Baylor and, um, you know, was in a fraternity. Obviously, uh, there, there actually is drinking at Baylor. So um, with college lifestyle and drinking and, you know, everything, you know, you don't work out quite as much as, you know, I guess you were when you're, you know, playing sports every day. Uh, and you know, it was exactly what you'd probably consider a typical college diet, which was like, you know, fast food, late night stuff, uh, a reasonable amount of alcohol. Um, and then, uh, you know, and then some healthy stuff and sandwiches, but you know, it was in Waco. So the, the health options were relatively limited. Right. Um, and so that was, you know, predominantly college and then post-college, you know, once you kind of get in the core workforce, you know, the, you you start eating at least for me I started eating a lot better but I you know I was still you know working 100 hours a week so you know something starts to have to give at that point right yeah and so it's funny like the uh, the definition of reasonable amount of alcohol and how different <laughs> that is for everyone <laughs> I was literally just about to say for me a reasonable amount of alcohol is enough to kill a regular sized person so. yeah 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 well mark's been with me when I've had a reasonable amount of alcohol yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, that was uh, at the reception, which was like <laughs> like eight in the morning. It seemed like uh, yes. that reception. So that's a good segue. So that's kind of where we had our, had our discussion about all this. So sort of explain, uh, sort of from your perspective, what how did you start? Uh, I guess make the switch to sort of start making you know changes uh, in in what you were doing. Yeah. So I mean, I, I work a ton. I'm involved outside of Canada. I'm involved in a bunch of other technology startups, a lot of investment funds. Um, and so what I've really focused on in the last kind of year and a half is, you know, working out and, you know, I, I read this really interesting thing by Richard Branson. They gave him, uh, he, he had an entire group of CEOs at his, uh, at Necker Island and they asked him, you know, Hey, what piece of advice would you give, you know, all CEOs, all entrepreneurs, all investors, what would you give people that, you know, are kind of leading these high octane lives? And he said, work out every day and eat healthy. And that was his like response. He's like, you just if you just work out every day, that's great. And so, about a year and a half ago, I, I got really into you know pers- getting you know personal trainer, running, and, and whatnot. And it was great. Like it, you know, I saw great results with you know my you know physical results that I was kind of looking for, which is which is great. But you know, you still are. I was still eating. You know, I, I wasn't eating poorly, but I was eating you know what I would consider is probably a a relative diet for you know most Americans. Like I didn't eat any, any fast food. I didn't eat like a lot of fried stuff. But you know, we I would have sandwiches and I have all these different you know things that you know I thought were relatively healthy. And um, even though I saw good fitness results for the most part, um, you know there were still other things. I still had headaches. I still you know had you know sometimes problems sleeping. Um, I mean there were a ton. You know I still stress. I still get these kind of like 
late afternoon, uh, tired spells and whatnot. I mean, typical that, you know, I think every single person bitches about America. Um, I would, I would get, even though I was, you know, eating relatively healthy and, you know, uh, working out a ton. And then, um, I guess when was it? When did, when was, was that? that was the end of January? It was like, Janu- I think it was January 31st actually. Yeah. So, I mean that, I mean, we're not even that far from that, but, right. um, you know, Mark and I, uh, reconnected at a buddy's wedding and you know I was telling him about a bunch of stuff that I've been doing and you know he started telling me about all these crazy things from I mean or at the time they seemed really insane right um, like uh, green smoothies and this you know bulletproof coffee and you know change in like what's funny is we started talking about the things that he likes to eat and I'm like oh I'd love to eat that that kind of stuff <laughs> and so um, I actually went back after uh, the, you know, uh, wedding and I was working out with my trainer and I was like, I was with this just crazy dude and he <laughs> said all these random things that were really weird and wrong. And I was just <laughs> talking about it and I was like, he's going to replace his toilets and there's all kinds of weird stuff this guy does. <laughs> and he, uh, and my trainer's like, Oh dude, I have a bulletproof coffee every single morning and those green smoothies, like, and it, it turned into the like, Okay, I was the weird one. Like, so like all of a sudden, <laughs> I wasn't in the club, um, and so like, like I think like the next day, I started you know, basically, and I, I'm a person that doesn't kind of do things happen. So I just the next day, I literally kind of jumped into this thing, thinking, okay, this thing's gonna fail, you know, uh, and you know, I, I've never really done like diets or anything like that. Um, I just don't think that they work. I think they're short term, you know, band aids for bigger issues right correct and yes. uh you know this is what i liked about this is you know based on our conversation it was like the things that like you know mark was saying that he ate were the things that like i like to eat and so during that whole time uh you know i was like well look i like avocados and i like i don't let you know i don't drink sodas anymore and i don't like sugary things and you know I, like for the most part i was relatively aligned with kind of the thinking even though i was making fun of it and um so I guess the next day after I had this training session, I started having the bulletproof coffees uh, during the week. I had uh, and I had a green smoothie uh, during um, the uh, like also during the day. And then you know sometimes I have a big lunch, sometimes I have a big dinner. You know, and I kind of heard this mantra of oh you've got to never eat. You know you can't eat after six, you're gonna die or gain like nine hundred pounds and then die of diabetes and like all this kinds of crazy. Shit which just isn't really accurate. And so, you know, I switched over to, I mean, I don't know, I wouldn't call it a diet. I'd switch over to just eating what I like, which is basically high protein, high fat diet uh, with bulletproof coffee and um, uh, also the green smoothies. Cool. Yeah, it's, it's funny how a lot of people, when they first hear about stuff, you know, that it, it kind of sounds crazy, even though the, what's really crazy is sort of the alternative. And so it's like what we've been fed for all this time. You know, it's like eating like, you know, the, the grains is the is the, the foundation of the food pyramid that we all grew up, you know, uh, as, as absolute truth. And so and then, but once you start trying it, that's the thing. It's like I appreciate it. And, and this is interesting because you are an independent mind. Obviously, you're an entrepreneur. You've got all these different things going. So you're the kind of person that's going to hear something and not just say, OK, yeah, I guess that's right. You're going to be like, no, I'm going to try that out for myself and see if that is right. And, and that's what I think most more people need to do. It's like more people need to actually take control over their lifestyle and over things that they can control and see if they can't make things better. And so I'm not out to, you know, I never try to convince anyone. I never like see someone drinking a Coke and saying, Hey, uh, here's my card. You should stop drinking Coke because blah, Just blah, 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 slap blah. it out of their hand. Stranger, <laughs> yeah. like, slap it on the ground and yell in their face. What are you doing, dude? You're going to die. Yeah. So it's like, I only want to talk to people, uh, who want to make that change. It's actually a really funny. A few, I guess a few weeks or a month, maybe after the wedding, we were uh, we were home. It's like mid morning. I think it was like a Saturday or a Sunday morning, and uh, and my phone rang, and it was a, a number that I you know I didn't have your number in my in my phone, so it didn't it didn't have your name, and I was like I wonder who this is. So I answered it, thinking maybe it was like a telemarketer calling me, you know, like who calls on a and it was you just kind of wanting to say, hey, I've, I've I've made these changes and I feel great, and you know this is this is really cool, and and thank you, and so that's how. Uh, this I was, we, I was like, man, I got to have you on the show. So, so say like, what are some of the results you've seen? I know you mentioned headaches and yeah. And so not I mean, I, well. I don't. I used to get. I mean, I I had the like the industrial Sam strength 
bottle of uh, Advil of like gel caps. And if I could get like an IV, like a liquid IV gel cap, <laughs> gel cap IV, I would totally do it. You know, a year ago. So I never get headaches anymore. Like headaches are gone, uh, which is crazy. You know, it's, what's interesting is like right now, everyone I know is just getting their kicked in Austin yeah. by, by allergies. And I've always had allergies. I'm fine. Like I, I do not believe that my, just my diet is like, it's all magic. But I mean, here's just my results. It's like, I haven't had headaches. I have, I've always had a good level of energy, probably higher octane than most people's, but my energy is now just like kind of through the roof. Like, um, you know, it, it hasn't like really changed. I actually, my, my sleeping is better and I actually sleep less. So I don't sleep like I would, like I would wake up, I would wake up, I would wake up groggy, um, in the mornings and, and whatnot. And now like I kind of like get out of bed and I'm ready to go and I go straight to the gym and I'm like ready to work out. And so headaches are gone. Grogginess is gone. I don't really have that afternoon kind of lull where I feel retarded. Um, that's all gone too. And so for me, like sleeping better, work, my workouts are better. Like I'm actually improving even more from a workout perspective. Uh, I'm generally in a better mood. Um, I'm still relatively an but I'm in generally a better, better mood than I was before, which is, you know, pe people have noticed. And, and what's been crazy about it is like, you know, I think that people like because of the energy, because of the energy levels, because of like the, um, you know, the, the fitness results and because of like just general mood and, and everything. Um, uh, I also moved, I also switched to a standing desk. I did a lot of things kind of all at the same time. Uh, you know, I, people are now doing standing desks at our office. People are, you know, uh, my admin makes my green smoothie every day and like people have gone up to her and say, what is that weird green <laughs> drinks? And they started passing. And so they've, they've been passing it around and, uh, she and her fiance are drinking them at home and like, you know, so it, it's been a lot of things like that. Like it's kind of started to do this, like, you know, I haven't gone out there in any way evangelize what I'm doing or what, you know, kind of, I guess the thought process behind a lot of this stuff is like what you guys are doing. And I haven't really mentioned it to any, anybody. And, but people are starting to do the same. Like I was at lunch yesterday with a couple of my employees and we were at a Mexican food restaurant and I was like, I want fajitas. I want, you know, I want raw sour cream, yeah. extra avocados. Yeah extra salsa and you know I was like I don't want any tortillas no chips or anything and, and, and cheese as long as it's not low fat and like now because you guys have been going out to lunch and stuff with me like they get the same thing so we're all kind of eating the same cool. thing and it's crazy and so I mean because Cat and Moon you know we have you know over 150 employees and so it's crazy that and so I don't see all of our employees every day and you, like so when I was catching up with some of them they've, already, they've noticed and so they're like changing some of their stuff so it, it's kind of gone weirdly viral kind of you know, kind of within my circle and whatnot. And I, and this is also just maybe it's a personal thing. I've noticed my ability to metabolize alcohol a lot better. Huh. Um, because of the nature of my job, I do go out occasionally and uh, have various drink meetings and whatnot. And before that would just kill me. I never, it never really bothers me. Um, and so I just kind of feel like everything's a lot cleaner and a lot easier than it has been. Yeah, and that, it's, yeah. it's interesting that you say this because I would say most people's kind of foray into this is – because, uh, you know, uh, certainly was the start of mine, is that they need to lose weight, and this is a good way to eat to, to help lose weight. And they, other people around them see it like, oh, man, you're getting so skinny. You've lost 15, 20, 30 pounds, whatever. What are you doing? Well, for you, it's the complete opposite. You don't have any problems with stuff like that. And it's really people seeing more of, like, the, the, the major benefits of this deal, and that's uh, energy and acuity and things like that. So they're even seeing the things that you don't normally – you know, that are harder to see with your eyes. And yeah, that's how people are getting and, around and to are, I mean, I have had, like, I mean, I've had good fitness gains over the last year and a half, but the, the last few months have been even better. I mean, so I think people also have seen some of that. You know, I think, I think my trainers see it better because they both um, notice that, like, you know, I've got more energy, I can push myself harder, I'm, you know, I guess my sleep's more restful. And so... Um, yeah, I, th I think that kind of I think that they actually may be the ones that kind of benefit from kind of seeing the physical side of it because they're like he's lifting more reps or he's lifting he's actually I do kind of higher weight less reps but he's lifting more in kind of a shorter period of time his recovery seems to be really solid and whatnot so and you know act for me just from a, not to go super deep on the workout stuff but you know active recovery was something that I didn't believe in like you know when you're exhausted like 
going for a light jog or walking or just standing up was something I didn't believe it. Like I was, I used to be the guy where I was like, I had to sit down and like, you know, fall over myself and, you know, feel like, I, like that was what I called recovery. And now like ever since I will say that certain things specifically around working out like active recovery. So like when you're done with something, you know, just continuing in a light capacity uh, and letting your body recover that way versus just kind of this abrupt stop has gotten a million times easier ever since, you know, I kind of, changed you know you know the different types of food and liquids that i was consuming yeah and that's interesting too because that actually mimics you know a a natural human movement pattern because when you're when you're just busting your butt in the in the weight room and just killing yourself and then you're like okay since i work so hard and i'm gonna work that much that hard in two days i'm gonna do absolutely nothing on the day in between that's just that's not natural to that's like eating supplements for dinner i mean that's not like a natural thing i mean it's it's not terrible it's better than than the alternative of just not doing anything ever but lifting heavy stuff and working out but then in the midst of your daily life standing up when you're doing emails or talking on the phone or having walking meetings or anything that you can do to to implement uh and align movement with your just daily activities is a more natural way to do it. And, and that's a, active recovery is kind of a great way to, to define that. So, and then you mentioned uh, alcohol metabolism. I just wanted to throw this out there. There is a beer. I, I know I'm not, I hadn't generally been a huge fan of gluten free beers. Uh, that seems, it's kind of like, like I just seems sort of weird, but at this conference yep. I was at last week, there's a beer called omission. It's O like the letter O and then mission omission beer. It's a gluten free. They've got a lager, a pale ale and an IPA. And they're actually not terrible, um, and so. Well, that's uh, that's quite an endorsement. It's not the worst thing in the world. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, thank. Yeah, they, they, they get they get that endorsement since you know I'm not getting any benefit from this. But uh, you can think you can get it like HEBs or Central Markets. But uh, anyway, best best gluten free beer that I've had in a while. And I, you know, after drinking a few at dinner, I didn't wake up the next day all inflamed and, and feeling terrible. So just a a, a really uh, sort of half hearted omission beer plug. So no, no, that's. That's great. I'll, I'll definitely check it out. I think that, you know, and what's interesting is like eating kind of this kind of natural way and like eating and drinking kind of this natural way is like it doesn't um, like it's not weird or difficult because like there's always something you can eat. Like, I mean, even when like last night I was hanging out with these people and they ordered like they wanted to order pizza and I was like, great, order pizza. So like, get lots of meat and lots of cheese yeah. and then I, I just scraped that off yeah. and then I ordered a salad so it's like I had like basically a plate of like some cheese and meat and then a salad it was awesome and then and you know I didn't get that weird that feeling that you get like when you have or at least I get uh, when you have you know tons of bread and tons of gluten and stuff and so like for me it's one of those things that I think it's hard when you're in the moment like eating that kind of to see and know how you feel but if you go off of it for a week and you eat it again Oh, it's just worse. Like I, yeah. I feel terrible. Well, so, there was a uh, somebody on a, on a panel that I that I went and and listened to this week, and, and uh, they she said something like this. This really kind of is a great analogy. It's like if you like have just gone off roading and your windshield is just completely splattered with mud. If like if a bird poops on your windshield, or if like you get another little fleck of mud on your windshield, you're you're not, probably not going to notice it. It's just it's because it's already so dirty. But once you clean that windshield off if there's a little speck that, that comes on it that you're going to notice because it's, and so that's kind of the same thing you're talking about. It's like, if you, if you cut this stuff out, then you, like, you don't know how bad you feel. You don't know how dirty your windshield is until you clean it up. Then when you get a little speck of, you know, wheat or processed food or something, it really makes you feel bad. Then that, that reward system sort of starts to get retrained to think like, okay, if I'm going to eat this, you know, whole pizza, it's going to be great like taste wise, but it, that, that taste doesn't outweigh how horrible I'm going to feel in like an hour when I'm bloated and just feel like my eyes are all puffy. Like I just, you know, it, it, it that's really a kind of a good, uh, a good point. No, it's great. It, it really, and it really does. It's like, but, and it doesn't take long, you know, for you to kind of get out of it. Like within, um, you know, a week and, and now and I'm, I'm now kind of in this stage where I'm even like kind of pushing it further. So I'm taking additional supplements. Um, I'm taking, uh, I'll have to list of some of the stuff, but I, I got I, I got like some really high end concentrated um, uh, omega three oils and the di- like. I'm supplementing like in everything that I'm doing that is already high fat. I'm putting more fat in there. And kind of to your point on the cognitive side, like I'm like I feel like I'm on Adderall all the time from a 
focus and thought perspective. Right. But I don't feel like obviously I'm not on Adderall and I don't have to deal with kind of the, you know, the crash or any of the weird kind of side effects of Adderall. And so like for me, from a cognitive perspective, like I've been a hundred times sharper ever since I've, you know, changed this and, you know, eating um, high fat diet. And I actually went out to uh, Cooper's clinic uh, about a week and a half or two weeks ago. And I did this in Dallas, day. Is, are there more than the one in Dallas? Is it the one and in Dallas? There's just the one in Dallas. Okay. And I flew up there, and uh, they do a full-day physical. It's pretty cool. Um, they test everything. And, you know, everything for me was kind of like – was kind of beyond optimal. The only thing that was a little bit high was um, was obviously it was a little bit of the cholesterol stuff. And I told him clearly what I was doing. And he's like, look, you know, they do a full, they do the EKGs and they do full CT scans and heart CT scans. And he's like, look, you got no buildup. You got nothing. He's like, if this stuff's working for you, keep doing it. And he cool. wasn't recommending to lower the cholesterol or anything. And so um, I think that there are a lot of misconceptions around cholesterol also, which, you know, is starting to be, you know, really, really clear where people are always trying to lower their cholesterol. But I'll tell you, my cholesterol is probably higher than it's ever been. And I feel better than I've ever felt. And according to, you know, the Cooper Clinic, which is one of the top clinics in the nation, I'm healthier than I've ever been. Right. Yeah. Cholesterol. You're, you're right. I will plug a uh, uh, cholesterol clarity is a great book written by a guy named Jimmy Moore, uh, that really sheds a, a whole lot of light on the cholesterol deal. And he was on my show. I think it was like episode six. We talk about this, okay. that cholesterol isn't the, isn't the bad thing. It's, it's the fireman that, that's there to try to put out the fire. And then we blame the fireman for starting the fire. So, uh, and then, yeah, so I, I think, I think, uh, the journal of American medical association, like last month, came out with a deal that like definitively said, okay, there, there is no link between saturated fat and cholesterol and heart disease. And, but it's still like, it's still, it's going to take a lot more than that to, to, for it to become mainstream. But I think, yep. I think this sort of passive influence, uh, that this, this, this thing can have, uh, and this thing is eating like a human and doing human things, <laughs> um, which isn't that, you know, crazy. If you think about it, that I think that's the way uh, that we're going to start to sort of, you know, change the tide and sort of get things moving in the right direction. Because I mean, you're looking at the future of, uh, our kids and healthcare costs and everything else. It's, it's not going in the right direction for sure. Yeah. And so I think that, you know, I guess we're all kind of out of time. So I, yeah, I know you guys got to bail. I got to bail, but you know, I highly recommend this. And I think that in the last, you know, I guess three months since I've started doing all this, I've noticed unbelievable results in, in areas that I wasn't even knowing that I was deficient. And then also other people have noticed it so much that people are asking me and people are saying, okay, how can I do this kind of stuff and whatnot? Um, which is all, which is kind of a testament to itself, right? Because I'm not out there overly evangelizing it in any way, uh, but people are just noticing and saying, how can I help? Cool. Or yeah. how can they do the same, similar thing? Right, right. And, and uh, just real quick, uh, the last question that I try to ask every guest on the podcast what is something, and this goes along with the enjoy life pillar. So what is something that you enjoy about life or something that you do to make life more enjoyable? So I try to spend a lot of time with my dogs, my friends and family. And then um, in the last, I guess, six months is back to the whole kind of plug of active recovery is like I work out six days a week and people tell you you should take a day off every day, everything, but it is it's all like I, I am now at the point where I love it and enjoy it. So I'll go for like a light jog and stuff like that. Sometimes with my dog, sometimes not. And I mean, just friends, uh, friends, family, dog, you know, running or, or light working out is, you know, I guess the things that I do for enjoyment. Cool. Yeah. And, uh, been, been, uh, enjoying the pictures of your dogs uh, that you put on Facebook. They are, <laughs> they are cute dogs. That is it's for the sure. Best. Yeah. <laughs> our, our dogs are at, at grandma's house this week. And actually I wish I could say I really miss them, but, uh, it's been like really great not having them around, <laughs> which awesome. is terrible to say. So, all right. Ben Lamb of chaotic moon studios. We'll, we'll, uh, link all your stuff in the show notes to your website and everything. Uh, but really thank you for this and for reaching out and, uh, telling us about, you know, the results that you've had and the influence that you're having on those around you and, and you're in a position to influence people. So that's good. It's better that you're doing this or it's better for the influence that you're doing this than, you know, maybe like some homeless person who's like, I eat butter and everyone's like, shut up. No one wants to listen to you. So I'm sitting here stoplighting this homeless guy who comes up to me and is telling me how being such a human is so awesome. <laughs> right. So I followed the lead of this homeless bum yeah. that's uh, on the owner path. <laughs> this transient <laughs> so all right well ben i really appreciate it and we'd love to maybe uh in a few months uh check back in with you and see how yeah, things yeah, are going just let me know. 
All right. Thanks, Ben. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, buddy. You're listening to the Simply Human Podcast. We'd like to thank our guest uh, on the Simply Human Podcast. We will link to all of their stuff on our show notes and uh, and hope that you can maybe find some benefit from uh, looking at what they got going on. So thank you to our guest. And now it is time for the Humans Being Human segment. We mentioned it earlier in the show, Rob Bentley, Rick's older brother. What, two, is he two years older than us, three years? He is, he is three years older than me. Okay, so he's four years older than me we're right right. so yeah uh but rob is rob is actually the reason that i'm a dallas mavericks fan uh he's just i mean you can't be around rob for more than 30 seconds and not just want to be around him for like the rest of your life which is probably how he got his wife to marry him but um yeah it was something like that yeah (laughs) (laughs) So, so uh rob yeah and we mentioned earlier there's a lot of Hopefully you will find this entertaining. It's a little bit long. It's about 15 or 16 minute segment, but there is, and about eight of that is just pure, just laughing with no other. Well, uh, and let me say this as well. Uh, you kind of hoodwinked us slightly in that you start oh, recording yes. the second you get us on the line. And, and usually like, you know, we get somebody in the line and we talk and chat for just a bit. And then we're like, okay, and we're going to start recording and three, two, and one. Not with us. You immediately started it recording. So, uh, you know. Yes. So, I, I, and so it is. It's, it's, I hope it's patently obvious at the very beginning to people that like I didn't really know that we were rolling at this point. And yeah. when I think you said yeah, I've been rolling this whole time, I was like, Yeah, sure, buddy. Or yeah. at least I thought so that. Viewer, so viewer, there, I did, there is some bleeps. Viewer discretion, listener discretion is advised on some of the uh, stuff. You know, because yeah, you I don't mean, need I, listener discretion. They're beeps. Well, like, do- little kids can hear beeps. Yeah, and Doctor Armstrong, if if your daughter is listening, it might be you know maybe you want to listen to this first before you let her listen to it because I know she does. I think she's eight. Um, nah, man, let her listen to it, dude. It's funny. I think it starts off with the, the toilet flushing. Uh, so just there's the uh, there's so listen closely for it. So here is it's Rob. A, hey, it's a, I'm a human being, being human. Yeah, yeah. Nature calls. So here is Rick and Rob and I being human. The quickest dump I think I've ever taken. That was a very you inspired dump. Rick and Rob Bentley on the humans being human. Really looking segment. forward to the sound of hearing the sound of Rick washing his hands anytime now. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's uh, keep looking for that. Keep, keep, keep trying to find that out. William, you, gotta leave, you leave your audience wanting more. <laughs> <laughs> William Robert Bentley the first joining us. I'll and surely not the first. Be funny. I'd go. Be able time. Say something funny. Go. That's Gosh, a, an old trick. <laughs> well hey uh let's just you know what let's just get let's just i've been recording so let's just get right in i, I started You've been with, recording this. i i started with the i started with the toilet oh, Rick's washing his hands let's not uh, interrupt i'm not <laughs> washing my hands i'm washing my hole off from that uh from that poop <laughs> well uh rob what story were you going to tell us today <laughs> what was that i uh god how many people heard that sound in my life uh, I actually did not come with a story in mind. Okay. What I was thinking we could do, and uh, are you recording right now? I am, and I think this is all oh. great stuff. <laughs> this <laughs> is all going to be on the next podcast. Audio of me thing. And I was joking about me. Uh, please stop saying that because I'm going to have to go back through and bleep out. <laughs> and I don't want to have to do all that. So I started, it's going to start with the toilet flush. <laughs> <laughs> and we're gonna go from there. Edit out the sounds of Rick washing his hands. <laughs> also, just so we could. I think that's a good narrative. We think he's uh, disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Just, just the next, let it be the sound of Rick eating a subway sandwich <laughs> without even washing his hands. Uh, what uh, I was thinking. Okay. Uh, and uh, if you can either yay or nay this, but if you nay this, I'm probably just gonna hang up. But what I was thinking is. Uh, it would be kind of funny for us to just bounce off uh, just bakery stories uh, from from each other. <laughs> okay. It's okay. it's a common experience that all three of us have. Uh, sometimes with all three of us actually Present. there. I think I, I think there were times where the three of us were actually working together. Yes, which was a disaster. May May I start? I like that idea. And may I begin? I may I predict what you're going to go with <laughs> the. My, well, I don't want to ruin it for the for the audience, but I'll predict it in my head, and I'll let you know what my, the, that was. My prediction was uh, <laughs> when when Dad dropped 
My dad, to, we talked about oh, the bakery. Uh, so now where I was going with this. In okay, previous go. podcasts, my dad owned a bakery in the in North Dallas area in Plano, which all three of us worked at, as we in just said. School. Yeah. And my my deal was, my dad is very high, high strung, to say the least. Uh, a, bit of a, a bit of a temper. <laughs> hot temper? Yeah, a little hot temper. Yeah. And he dropped like an entire tray. It was like a whole tray of like. It was high. It was a, a pie. pie. It was a pie, and like ruined the pie. For a for a private like client, right? So and he, uh, and we were both there. Not a after not a hours. client's privates. A private yeah. client. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the pies for clients' privates. Would <laughs> you had you had to have lots of time, for, so you wouldn't. Uh, any any it's very lucrative. Very lucrative side. Very lucrative side business. There is. Yeah, like a, it was actually a front operation for <laughs> marital aid pockets. The oh. show business that yeah. really kept everything afloat during lean times. Okay, so he he <laughs> drops he drops the pie, and and I just remember you you being so like you telling me the story. You were so scared that he, that he was, was going to strike you, and it wasn't even your fault. Like he was just you were just standing no, he, there. Uh, he had. He was getting over. Uh, he had thrown on his back a couple days prior, and had taken time off. And this was his first time, first day back. And his back was still clearly bothering him. Well, we stayed extra to this pie, and then deliver it. And as we were almost done. He had finished it, and he had it on a tray, pulled it out of the oven. And as he was getting ready to put it in the box for delivery, it had cooled and everything. Uh, he, uh, when he was kneeling down, like just slightly, his. Like he hit like he hit with like a shock of like back pain, and he right. dropped it on the floor, and the pie just exploded. <laughs> like he, uh, like I could tell he was furious. Yeah, well, I remember you. Uh, it was you saying... it was just him and me, and it was at like an hour after closing time. Right. So it was just him and me in the store, and there was like a really tense second, yeah. like you know, in a lightning storm, where like you know that like lightning's about to strike and like there's that electricity in the air right. we're like that's i felt that for like a couple of well and i remember you saying like because dad always had a coke he was always drinking a coke and you were thinking you were wishing that there was like something on the wall like a coke behind a little glass thing that says like if if pie is dropped break glass and just give urban a coke, coke out yeah. and, and you know, yeah. take a break yeah there was no coke there right. and he uh it was for those who are unfamiliar with the layout of the bakery, <laughs> which is I, everyone, I of your listening audience, there were, I mean, it was a, it was a smaller kind of cozy space. So there was not a lot of like just clear, like 20 feet of just nothing but floor space ahead. Right. But he kicked the tray, just booted it. <laughs> oh yeah. And slid from the kitchen of the bakery where he dropped it. He dropped it like kind of behind the counter right in front of the kitchen and it went all the way clear and banged into the front door. Like it slid and then the only thing that stopped it was the front door. Wow. So and, yeah, so uh, that, that there's the hot temper coming in. Drop the, well, drop the tray, kick the tray as hard as you possibly can. As soon as he did it, like, like you could tell he felt a hundred times better. Right. I mean, aside from like his back hurting. So right. like he looked up at me and like I was just like, I mean, there wasn't any work for me to do at that point. Like, we had already except, closed up. Except just... go get the tray that, is, that was up against <laughs> yeah, the yeah, door. Except to make another yeah, pie. It, the work that was just created. Right. But, like, uh, like I was just going to pop that thing in the truck and just take it to, <laughs> to like, wherever it was supposed to be delivered. Here's your pie. It's exploded. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, like, as soon as he did it, he fe- I could tell he felt 100 times better. But he looked over at me, and he could tell, like, uh, like I don't know from the look on my face, uh, that, that, like, that he was scaring you? Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, uh, hey, take it easy, little buddy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm sure he looked over and, like, probably thought, like, oh, God, I'm a monster. Like, what have I, what have I allowed myself to become? Because, like, you just saw, like, the fear, like, reflected. He's like, doc- my- he's like Dr. Bruce Banner. He's like, don't look at me. <laughs> yeah. Like, at that point, I had really, I had not been working there that long. And so I was like, all right, what's the next, what's the end now game what? of this? Yeah. Kick the pie and then, you know. <laughs> now, the other story I'm, had to do with a grease bucket. Is that one you thought I was going to tell? Yeah, or that's you, what I thought you were going Or with. were you going to think I was going to go with, um, uh, like, Christmas present ribbon on nipples? 
<laughs> what? Fresh my memory on that. Rocket? Help me out. You remember, the, remember Rocket who worked there? No, I guess not. Yes, you well, do. Tell, tell the story then, Mark. I'm five and a half years older than you, so like our time like really didn't overlap. Yes, no, there was a it's, picture. And where it did, we were like definitely in breach of like child labor laws because right. we were like yeah. 14. Well, yes. There's a picture, a Polaroid picture of me, you, your crush, Shelly Zadina, which is now I, something <laughs> else, and then Rocket. And Rocket was this crazy older guy who had his shirt off with little like Christmas oh, package yes. pasties on his nipples. <laughs> like, yes. Uh, that was not his legal name. That was not his birth name. Right, oh, right. really? His birth name was Rocket? No. His name was also Rob, like mine. I did, I, 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 when he worked at the bakery for years. I, I wouldn't have been able to tell you what his name was other than Rocket. Uh, Rob Tovar was his name. Never n- Would have never known in a million years who that was. Okay, so the grease bucket, uh, trying to tell <laughs> Rob how to take the big bucket of grease and put that grease into a smaller, more manageable bucket. And as I turned to go get a spoon to transport the, the grease from the buckets, he just I turned around and you put your cup. both hands like people don't, you're, not, you're not adequately doing up to your elbow right? in the grease. <laughs> yeah, the, the grease came in these like five gallon plastic buckets. These enormous buckets. So and, uh, it, 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 like his water, a, a gallon of water is like eight pounds. A gallon of grease is what, eight, like probably ten pounds. or twelve pounds. Yes. So these these buckets were like sixty pounds. Right. <laughs> and the consistency of the of this grease is is like basically like Crisco. So now that people have like a better mental picture, imagine you sticking both of just your straight arms. in, like oh, like first off, like you were gonna like pick up some grease. With your hand, like with your no, arms? No, I, I had a cup, and I was going to do it. I was going <laughs> to the cup. But I did get my hand, like, I submerged my hand in the grease. So first I off, thought this was always a bit on your part, but this was you, like, trying to... First day know. on the job. <laughs> and I, I have, like, 11-year-old Mark Rogers, like, being like, hey, that's not how you do it. Idiot. <laughs> Idiot. Like, you can't yeah, catch a bat with a with pot. pot yeah, <laughs> there is no, like, more humbling thing than having, like, Mark tell you, like, oh, you're, you're not doing that correctly. I was like, hey. It feels, uh, it feels so demeaning. This isn't how you do that, dummy. <laughs> and, then, and then my bra <laughs> the, pops off. <laughs> the old man from, uh, from Family Guy. That isn't how you do that, buddy. Uh, are there are there any are there more? We already told the Rick burning his hand story. Okay, I wasn't um, there for the for the uh, the Steeler story. Yeah, like is that one that can be told? Yeah, I think so. There was a guy okay. that, that used to come in. There was a bus bus stop right outside of like the shopping center. Uh, and so people understand it's like the, the we call it the bakery. It really kind of operated kind of like a small donut shop, like your neighborhood donut shop. It, you know, you, there's a coffee pot. You fill your own cup, then you go right. around and you and you pay for it. It's you know, it's it's kind of like low key type stuff. So there you go. So now this, continue. Can you can you call is transient a bad word? Is that like, well? That's I'm, I'm not sure that's a word at all, but I would call trans- it transient. What I say uh, transient. I would go with, <laughs> <laughs> transient bum. There's a bum, and he would a homeless bum, and he would hobo. come in and. And like in the, in the busy times, and he would fill up his his cup, and he would just sort of meander out, like Peace unnoticed. Out, yeah. And like the first few times, like my dad just sort of looked away and all that. Well, then this this one which time, which is which, honestly, is probably what you should do. That that should just be the policy every time. Like, well, and the large the large cup coffee costs like, like, cost less than three cents. Yeah. Well, yeah, it was fifty cents the large cup of coffee. So it's not but like this actual- guy's in there stealing, like putting like the queen's it's jewels under his like uh, shirt. As, or, as like, I'm, a as I'm, egg. yeah, as I'm in the back, like eating all of the large cinnamon rolls. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so the the thing should have said like large cup of coffee fifty cents transients free transients question mark. <laughs> <laughs> If you can, if you can produce fish for establishing what a transient is, and that you are weekly, that's a, uh, that's the beginning of the negotiations. Really, that's we start from there, and you have all the leverage in those. Oh, I'm in pain. I'm in pain. I'm a, I, you don't want to be a business owner dealing with a transit because they will take you. Right, they can. Right before. It's like one of those. It's one of those creatures from Men in Black. That's an actual transient. It's <laughs> a non-existent alien. <laughs> just, just take it and don't harm us. Yeah, yeah. 
I, I told my wife right before I, I called you guys, I said, hey, get ready for me to be like uncontrollably laughing because I'm about to call the Bentley brothers and I have no idea what we're going to even be talking about. Okay, oh, so the guy comes in. I, so like he comes in at a slow time, which was his to his demise. Yes, you got to find a new radar if you're going to steal car. Right, car- right. So, so he, he comes out there, and I think Dad was even, like, kind of close to the front. And so he, come, he, he he walks out there, and he's like, you know, can I help you? And he's like, oh, I was getting coffee. And and I guess Dad said something to him about, you know, I know you're, I know you're the guy that's been coming here stealing all my coffee. And, <laughs> and, I, missed and, the coffee I missed my last mortgage payment because of you. <laughs> so, every day, and, we're eight ounces short of where we should be in our coffee supplies. Yeah, and, I, and I think that it's, at one point, the guy was even like, well, I'll, I'll pay for this coffee. And, and he was like, you know what? You know what? Don't. And, and like the, things kind of got heated. And the guy, Imagine that. Yeah. And the guy was like, you know what? I don't even want your stinking coffee. And so he like just left the coffee. And dad was like, you just get on out of here. And then and then like right as the guy was leaving, he said something snarky to my dad. And and like his comeback. Don't try to get the, the last word. Yeah. As he was like, and he, you know, the door was closing. He only had like, you know, like less than a second to come up with this beautiful uh, and and witty comeback. He was like, the jerk store called. running out of you. Yeah. And he's like, and stay out, you. You stealer! Stealer. <laughs> yep. Franco Harris, motherfucker! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you just stole the exact joke I was going to make. Get out of here, Terry Bradshaw! <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, uh, and that we're, we're we need to wrap this up, but there, which is a shame. But um, there was another oh. one. Uh, speaking of like be- great comebacks against my dad, there was one that. Um, he was getting. Hey, brother, does your dad listen to the podcast? Absolutely not. So he'll okay. listen to this one, though. I hope. Yeah, he knows him. Yeah. Listen to it. He was getting <laughs> the, the 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 humans being <laughs> humans segment is just basically three guys just talking a bunch of s about your dad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So okay, well, I said this is a non-bakery story, and we'll close with this. But okay. uh, what, what, what was that, Rick? Did you just swallow something? Yes, I was swallowing a drink of water. Gross. Um, okay, so we were at a little league game, and my dad was getting into it with the umpire. <laughs> Big surprise! <laughs> and so they're going back and forth, and finally the guy, you know, they're like they're like face to face, but you know, on either side of the chain link fence. Like, and and finally the 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 super the young ump who just brilliant guy apparently goes finally. I was just like, "What's your name?" And my dad goes, "Urban." And the guy goes, like immediately was like, "Well, that figures." <laughs> <laughs> That's- like he knows something everybody doesn't. Yeah, yeah. Urban, huh? Yeah, I know what that means in Latin. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, <laughs> well, William Robert Bentley the first. This has been an absolute pleasure. Uh, <laughs> one of my most enjoyable humans being human segment, and we will hopefully have you on sometime again in the future. Yeah, because I uh, I had a bakery story that I didn't share. Well, we'll have to do it uh, soon. Yeah, save it, save it. We yeah. need to do like a whole episode with Rob. Uh, and just the basically like a whole humans being human episode. Yes. Like that's the point because we could probably do this. You know, talk about for an, an hour. hour. Yeah. Thing. All right. Well, I'm signing us off. All right. Well, uh, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. All right. Hopefully, you found that as entertaining as we did, and there will be more from Rob coming up on episode 29 of the Simply Human podcast. And now it is time for the. Simply Human tip of the week. It's something you can start doing right now to be a more healthy human. And this is really geared toward parents. Uh, I think we have a lot of uh, uh, listeners who are parents. And if they're not, maybe they're going to be one day. And, and the tip is this. Don't give up on your kids too quick like in trying new things. Let's say you've, you've discovered and you feel like that it is time to clean up your house, clean up your pantry and your refrigerator with, with good, healthy human foods. Don't just try it one time or think that, well, my kid won't eat eggs. He hates eggs. He's throwing a fit. He will not eat unless I give him his, you know, cereal or his, uh, you know, waffle or whatever it is, is, is lunchable for lunch. That there is, there is no data to support any sort of, uh, I guess, theory or anything that a child in a developing or a developed, not developing, a developed country will starve to death by not like like you had a very narrow palate, you know. You sat there and you would just fight your parents. Like you wouldn't have just sat there until you literally were dead. I mean, you're uh, right. like starving people 
in third world countries, developing countries, will will eat you know fecal matter. You know, like the Alive movie that you will eat your best friend who is dead in true times of starvation. So, so don't don't think that. Well, you know that's just that they just won't eat you know human food. I have to feed them non-human food. That's just the way they're going to be. Don't do that. That's the tip. Just give your kids a chance. Invest in them. Let that sort of fight be something that, you know, it's worth it to fight that fight for their future health. Well, that's something that we struggle with as well, because we're, my wife and I were fairly new to this, uh, you know, I'm within probably like the last probably eight months and she's within like the last four months of starting to eat like this. So that's something that we're struggling with. And plus our older one is a special needs kid. So it's a little bit, uh, food stuff is, is always weird, but man, it's, yeah, little kids can probably eat garbage food and not get really fat, although you see like the real big fat ones like on Mori Povich and stuff like that now. But, you know, all you're doing is setting them up for like a huge disappointing failure right. when they get to be like 20 and 25 and like, hey, by the way, you need to be healthy now. Oh, right. what's healthy? All this stuff that you've been eating for 20 years, don't eat it anymore. Yeah, Like exactly. uh, it's such a difficult adjustment that why spare them that? Why don't you just start off doing things that are healthier? It's just, it makes more sense. If it's good enough for you, it's good enough for adults. Right. Then very clearly it's good enough for kids. And yeah, they won't self-starve. My wife sometimes, you know, will have a food and they're like, I don't want to eat it. And she gets worried. I'm like, they're not going to kill themselves like, oh, we're not eating it. They might be really hungry. And that is a very motivating factor is getting very hungry. You'll eat stuff that you would normally eat when you get really, really hungry. So uh, have a... Have the backbone and, and, and stick it out, and they'll eventually eat. I yeah. guarantee it. And I'm not even saying, like, don't give your his, kids non-human food and cereals and waffles. I'm just saying, the don't, basis don't of the you, diet. and don't use that as an excuse. Don't just say, yeah. don't say the reason you're feeding them that is because that's where all they'll eat. Because, no, yeah. it, that, that's not right. If you choose to give them other foods and don't want to fight the battle, then that's fine. That's your decision. But I'm just saying, don't let the starvation thing be the excuse that's yeah, yeah, so, they, yeah they literally they will not they do not possess the will to starve themselves to death <laughs> right right okay. hardly anyone does i would say that that's probably like a very human like even the people that go on these jail hunger strikes and stuff like right. uh, like that I, I don't i don't think there's probably too many documented cases of someone like starving themselves to death intentionally when there's food to be eaten right right and they want to eat <laughs> right yeah yeah All right. Well, thanks for listening to this edition of the Simply Human Podcast. Coming up next time, very, very excited. We're going to have Eva T. back on the show. Yes, I can tell her. The flossing thing. Well, I can tell her that I flossed in the month of January really well. And it's April, and I got to start flossing again between now. Well, and I I recorded a video with Eva, or she recorded me talking about flossing. She's going to post it. If it comes out before this episode, I will link it. Um, but we had a great time at Paleo FX. We really got to uh, uh, hang out a lot together, and it was really cool. And uh, it just sort of solidified the connection that we had. So we're, we're going to talk about Paleo FX and kind of break down some of the things that we learned, some of the issues uh, in the Paleo movement, things like that. So Eva T uh, is going to be on the – oh, you know what? What? Maybe not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This one's coming out the 21st. We're interviewing her on the 22nd. So, yeah, she'll be on the 28th show. So, Dude, you're like Pitbull. You're like Mr. Worldwide now. Like, yeah, me and Jonathan Baylor, he's like <laughs> best friends and he's tweeting at me. Yeah. And like Eva T, like took a video and put it on yeah. the website. It's no big deal. Yeah. Like you're Mr. Worldwide well, over here. Jonathan now. Baylor did tweet something very nice about me. And so you can just go on Twitter and see what it was. But uh, By the way, very quickly, uh, I don't know if he wants me to do this or not, but I will uh, – you can link this in the show notes as well. My brother is a, uh, he's not a professional writer, but he writes a lot. Yeah. He has a website that he does short stories. The address is uh, Flarn, F-L-A-R-N, Flarn, Flarn, Filth, which is a hilarious callback to an Eddie Murphy bit so about two, Bill Cosby. So two Flarns or one Flarn? Yeah, two Flarns. Flarn, Flarn, Filth.com. Okay. Uh, and he's got a lot of uh, his kind of off-the-wall crazy writings that I really, really enjoy reading. So if you want uh you want funny stuff. It has nothing to do with health, and there's probably some some very salty uh, pirate type language on there. But it's fun. It's I, their stories are funny, so cool. go there. All right, we actually have to uh, call Ben Lamb now for our interview, and so you can find us online at simplyhumanlifestyle.com. Uh, there are all the links there to the, the kids page and the Facebook page, everything else like that. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at simplyhuman52. Email the show simplyhumanlifestyle at gmail.com. Please leave a review, good or bad. And Rick, will you read Will Fleming's review real quick? Do you still have it up? From Will Fleming. It's very short. Great podcast. 
<laughs> Thank you, Will. Thank you, Will. Funny, <laughs> informative, and not the typical fitness and health podcast. Mark Rogers knocks it out of the park to answer your fitness questions. Uh, there's nothing about me, but I'm, I'll, I'll, ta- I'll take the funny part of yes, it. Yes, he's talking about me. you. Five-star views. Thank you very much, Will. I appreciate it. All right. We're going to have Will on the show in May, so be looking out for him. So that's going to do it for this edition of the Simply Human Podcast. And remember... <laughs> yep. Franco Harris, motherfucker. <laughs> so until next time enjoy yourself